What is up, you guys? Welcome to another Because I Said I Would podcast. As always, if you guys enjoy this podcast, if you get some value from this, reach out to a friend, send this to a friend, a family member, your sister, your brother, whoever you think could also get some value from this. Whether it's your Instagram story, your Snapchat story, it helps me out a ton when you guys spread the word and I appreciate it so very much. I love talking to you guys and I really hope you get some value from this episode. Thank you guys so much in advance for listening. What is up, you guys? Welcome to Because I Said I Would podcast. Welcome back if you've been here before. Welcome if you never have. You are in for one heck of a treat with this podcast, you guys. Um, I'm excited for this topic. I've actually been thinking about new topics recently because I honestly lost a little bit of an inspiration and kind of felt like I was repeating topics or wanting to repeat topics. And so I just kind of need some time away and just some time in my own space reflecting on things I've gone through, things currently happening, all that stuff. And I have a great topic for you guys. So sit back, relax, listen up. And as always, if you guys get any sort of value from this episode, please, please, please share it, friends, family, um, your Instagram story, subscribe, follow, whatever you can or want to do. It really helps me out. And I love hearing that you guys are listening to these and really changing your lives from this, which is freaking amazing, you guys. Like this is just, this is a second of just like me (laughs) being myself, but how crazy is it that people will literally change their lives just from hearing words coming out of my mouth? And this is just something for you to think about yourself as well. What words do you have? What can you say to the people around you? Because you do have influence in your own lives. What can you say to your friends, to your family, to your mom, to your dad that can influence them and impact them in a better way? And it's literally words cost you nothing. It's just speaking. Um, even if you guys secret, if you wanted to start a podcast, anchor.fm, I think it's, is the, um, URL completely free, completely free. Anybody can start a podcast. So just something to keep in mind, you guys, like we all have something to say. We all have some sort of impact to make and words are, um, they don't cost anything. So use your words. Anyway, totally besides the point. Today, we're talking about a little something called sunk costs, sunk costs. So this probably sounds pretty economical, which it's, it is an economical term, but it is very, very applicable to our daily lives, our business lives, whatever lives you want to talk about. Sunk costs, what does it mean? It basically means there's this, you know, fallacy in people's thinking that if they are putting all this money and all this investment into a particular thing, a particular either business opportunity or whatever, that if it's not working, they have to keep trying to make it work because they've already put all this money into it. And there was another saying, I actually have to look it up. My dad said this the other week that it's the perfect um, transfer from sunk costs as an economical term to this new thing as a, a, uh, more motivational thing. So this is the the saying my dad said, don't hold on to your mistake just because you spent a long time getting into them. So it's basically what sunk cost means is a lot of people will really, really try try to hold on to and try to make something work because they put all this investment in it. They put all this time into it. They put all this energy into it. And they're like, they just have to make it work because they already put all this into it. When in reality, it is most likely not going to work. It is most likely already failed. But 
you're just wasting more energy. You're wasting more time. You're wasting more money that could be going towards something else, something better, something that will be a better investment. So again, this is not just for financial investments. This is for any sort of investment that you make in your life. So as we talk about a lot on here, fitness, relationships, all that stuff, um, let's talk about relationships, right? A lot of people will stay in toxic relationships, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a, you know, romantic relationship, whether it's, I mean, there's relationships of all sorts, you know, a a family relationship. They will stay in these relationships because they think they've put all this time, all this effort, all this, you know, emotional um, thinking into this particular person, into this particular relationship, that they can't just let it go because they've already wasted all this time and they don't want to just like think that it was for nothing, right? So they'll keep investing their time. They'll keep investing their love. They'll keep investing their energy, even though all it does is drain them. All it does is leave them empty. All it does is leave them sad. All it does is leave them anxious and angry and upset. But they have this fallacy mindset that since they've already put in all this effort and all this this time and this energy that it has to work and they have to keep trying because they already put in this effort. Don't hold on to your mistake just because you made a long time or it took a long time to make that mistake. Let it go. Let it go. A lot of us hate to admit that we've made a mistake or we hate to think that we could be wrong about something when in reality, we're probably wrong about a lot more things than we let ourselves think, right? And putting yourself in a position where you just keep trying for the wrong person or for a toxic relationship or a toxic person is just going to make your life even more miserable in all honesty. So you have to let it go. You have to realize that, yes, you maybe did put a lot of time into the relationship. You maybe did put a lot of time into um, not just time, you know, energy, maybe even money into the relationship you had. But if it was going to work, it would have worked by now, right? And you just have to let it go. And thinking that because you put in all this effort, that it has to work out and you have to keep trying is completely false. You don't have to do that. You know, there's a difference between quitting and something just straight up not working. If something's not working, it's not working. That's it. And you have to change gears, change it up, find a different path. So... Obviously, it's the relationship side. Then there's also, you know, fitness side. Um, Some people may, you know, go through the same thing if it's a particular diet they were doing or a particular type of workout that they were doing that they always thought, like, I put all this energy, all this effort into doing the keto diet. So even though it's not working for me, I still have to try. I still have to keep going because I already wasted all this time and all this energy and all this effort doing this, right, doing the keto diet. Well, if it's not working... It was never going to work. So move on. Try something different. Go a different route. Don't think that sunk costs are a thing. Like, I mean, they are a thing, but whatever cost that you, this is, so I'm, I'm bouncing all over here, guys. <laughs> opportunity costs. I want to talk about opportunity costs really quickly because I think I've talked about it on my podcast before. I'm not really sure, but it's a huge um, aspect to this. So opportunity costs is basically when you have an opportunity in front of you, you have, you know, two different options, kind of like a fork in the road. You can go left or you can go right. Whatever you decide to do, let's say you go right, the opportunity cost of going right is everything that was on the left. So whatever you lose by choosing what you chose, that is your opportunity cost. So for example, 
let's say you said you were going to get up early tomorrow morning to go to the gym. So the next morning, your alarm goes off, wake up, and you're like, uh, I don't really want to go. What do I do? Then now you're, you're kind of faced with, you know, that fork in the road, right? Like you go or you don't go. So on the side of you go, what is your opportunity cost? Well, you're losing maybe a little bit more sleep. You're losing maybe a little bit um, of that extra energy that you might have had during the day. You're maybe losing uh, not much else, <laughs> right? What are you gaining? Or sorry, what are you losing rather if you don't go to the gym, if you just stay in bed? You're losing, obviously, an entire workout session. You're losing possibly self-discipline that you could have cultivated. You're losing possibly in the future, you know, that one decision or that one um, tiny task that you want to complete can build up time and over time. So, you know, each time you wake up in the morning and decide that you're going to go to the gym, you're getting discipline, which can eventually build up into who knows what, right? You could be so into the gym at some point that you become your own trainer and you start making money from it and it becomes your job. But if you keep deciding when you get to that fork in the road that you're going to go to the left, that you're just going to sleep not get up, not go to the gym, you're, that is your opportunity cost. You're, you're costing yourself the opportunity of going to the gym, possibly turning, you know, fitness into a career, possibly, you know, who knows what, right? So that's what opportunity cost is. Now, since we're talking about sunk costs, it is applicable here as well. So if you're at this point where you've put all this energy, all this effort, all this time into whatever it is you want to talk about, um, now you're on a fork in the road, right? You either keep going with this broken path that doesn't seem like it's ever going to work, or you quit that path and you find a different path to go. You're on a fork in the road. And you have to look at the opportunity cost of one, going and continuing on this broken path that you're on, or two, finding a different path. So what's your opportunity cost of finding a different path? Um, staying on the same broken path, right? And not really seeing any changes ever, still being upset, still being angry, still being frustrated, anxious, annoyed, whatever. What is your opportunity cost of finding a different path and saying, never mind with this relationship or never mind with whatever I was doing, whatever I was trying to achieve? Well, you lose uh, that broken path. <laughs> that is basically it. Um, oh, I said that. I said that wrong. But yeah, if you if you decide to stay on the broken path, you're losing all the opportunities that you could have. Um you know, if you decide to go on a different path, find a different relationship, you're missing the opportunity of being happier in a, in a happier relationship. You're missing the opportunity of being happier with yourself. All of that is being missed out on because you're still trying to make whatever it is work, even though it's clear as day that it's not going to work. And typically, you know, the people who are actually in the situation find it really hard to see that it's not going to work, but everyone else around you is like, yeah, that's not working. And you think about any sort of, um, situation with your friends or your family or anybody where they're having troubles with a boyfriend or they're having money issues or whatever, or they decide to, you know, that they were going to start this business and it's not going well and they keep just trying to invest more money into it. And everyone's like, yeah, that's not a good idea. Like you can just run the outside and you're like, uh, uh, not a good idea. But when you're in it, it's so much harder for you to see that. So if you're in a situation right now and you feel like you just keep putting in time, putting in effort, putting in investment into whatever it is, and you're like, I don't know what I should do from here. Really ask yourself, if you were on the outside, if you were your friend instead of yourself, what would you tell you to do? Would you tell you to keep trying at this and keep trying to make this broken thing work? 
when it's clearly not going to work? Or would they tell you, just go do something else? Just break it off. Just let it go. Seriously, ask yourself, what would your friend say? What would your friend say to you? You know, it's like when you when you have a car, right? Say you have a car and it gets into an accident and you bring it to the mechanic and they're like, listen, this is going to cost you more than the car is worth. So it's not worth it. You should just go get a new car. That is the epitome of this situation, right? Listen, I know you love this car. I know you really want this to work. I know you really wanted to keep this car, but for the damage that is here, it is not worth it. It is not worth continuing to invest in this. It is not worth staying in this miserable position. You should just go find a new path. You should just go find a new thing, a new relationship, or just go find yourself. Honestly, like I think that's super underrated and everyone's always like, oh, relationships, but what about the relationship with yourself? Because that is the most important one by far. But, you know, your mechanic, if they did say we should fix it, even though it's, you know, the damage is worth more than the car itself, they're crazy. But that's the thing, you know, because so many of us will be like, well, I'm going to stay in this relationship, even though we fight every day for the past two years, because I put so much of my time into it. And we've been dating for two years and I need them. Everyone would look at you like you're crazy, right? Like, you, do you hear what you just said? That you fight every day for two years, that you, you know, that he's abusive or verbally abusive or that you guys, you know, never see eye to eye or whatever. And you're just going to stay in it because you've already been in it for a long time. Really? Really, really. The same, I think, is true for careers. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, when they get to a certain point in their career, they're like, well, you know, I'm just here for good now because I've already put all this time into this career. So I'm just chilling here. It doesn't have to be that way. You know, a lot of us sacrifice our happiness because we're just, you know, this is comfortable. This is what it's always been. So it's just going to stay this way. It does not have to be that way. If you are 40 years old and you decide that, hey, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do something else. You can do that. If you are 25, if you're 30, 33, 46, 87. If you're still working at 87, God bless you. <laughs> um, if you're whatever age, you can decide to go a different route. You can decide this isn't for me anymore. It doesn't matter that you put maybe 40 years of your life into it. It doesn't matter if you put 20 years or 10 years or five months into it. It doesn't matter. That doesn't make you a quitter. That just makes you somebody who is smart enough to reflect on where you're at, smart enough to see a situation for what it is, and decide that you want better. That is what it is at the end of the day. Wanting better for yourself takes a lot of balls. <laughs> it really, really, really does. And it's hard. It's hard to have those honestly hard discussions with yourself that, hey, you know what? What you're doing right now, you know, staying in this toxic relationship or staying in this toxic friendship, uh, it's not cool and it's not something that we should be doing. So we should probably leave it. And I will tell you, if you are in a toxic relationship or toxic friendship of any sort, it is not going to be easy. I'm not saying that cutting off, you know, where you're at and, and just saying, whatever, I'm going to, you know, take the losses and move on. I'm not saying that's going to be easy. Ask anybody who has actually you know, put a lot of investment into a business opportunity or into a business itself or into whatever and they lost the whole thing. That's not easy. 
They could have just kept investing. They could have kept trying, but they decided, you know what? It's not smart to keep investing. I, we just need to, you know, cut our losses and, and do something else. That's not an easy decision. And it's not something easy to follow through with. Same thing with any sort of relationship, friendship. It's not easy to say, you know what? This is broken. It's not going to be fixed. You know, the amount it would take to fix this is not worth this relationship. You got to move on. That's not going to be easy. Flat out, I'll be honest with you, it is not going to be easy. But that is why you need to cultivate a self-importance that you probably don't have if you are in a toxic relationship or toxic friendship. You need to cultivate that within yourself and realize that you need to have your own self-worth and your own self-respect at the top of your mind all the time. I actually want to talk about this a little bit too. A lot of us, I think, we're like, yeah, I know my worth. I know, you know, I'm like confident or whatever. Um, I was like this as well. And actions speak louder than words and with ourselves as well. I always talk about our relationship with ourselves is one of the most important. And our actions speak louder than our words as well, even with our own relationships with ourselves. And what do I mean by this? Well, a lot of us like to tell ourselves, like, I know my worth or I know my, you know, I, I have self-respect or I'm confident or whatever. But then when they're actually faced with a situation where it's, you know, a line between self-worth and, you know, staying with this person or staying friends with this person or not standing up for, for themselves, a majority of people will still go for the not standing up for themselves, staying with that person, you know, leveling themselves down, all that stuff. And that shows you that you actually don't value yourself enough. You actually don't have enough self-worth. If you can't stand up for yourself, if you can't set your boundaries, if you can't do those things, you don't value yourself enough. And I'm speaking from mother freaking experience here, you guys. It's hard to realize that you don't have enough self-worth, that you don't value, value yourself enough. But it's so important to realize it. Because for so long, I thought that I knew what my self-worth was. I knew what my value was and all of that. But I was still getting in these situations where I would let myself shrink. I would let my energy shrink. I would feel so needy and like attached to people. I would feel like I couldn't set boundaries. I would feel scared to set boundaries. I feel like if I was going to set boundaries, people would leave. And all of that, realizing all of this and the fact that I thought I was, I had worth and value made me realize a whole bunch of things about myself that, you know, I had trauma from my past and all this stuff as well. I've talked about this in another podcast. You can pull back. Um, but there's, I have a couple of podcasts, actually one, especially with Matt Kama that you might want to check out. We talk about this a lot about trauma and how it, it comes up in your adult life and how to deal with it and how to, um, fix it. So you don't deal with it forever. Essentially what I'm saying is you have to have self-worth and you have to have self-value and you have to have it actionably, meaning you don't have to just, you can't just think it. You can't just think like, Hey, I'm worthy or Hey, I have value. You have to actually put it into play when you're in a situation where people are threatening your value, threatening your worth. You know, if people are giving less than you deserve, you shouldn't be having friends tell you they're giving you less than you deserve. You should already be knowing that and saying that, right? You don't have to go to your friends and say, Hey, is this okay for them to say, no, you're worth more than that. You should already be saying I'm worth more than that. 
let that sink in, you guys, because I know so many of us go to our friends and we're like, I don't know what to do about this guy. Like, I really like him and he, um, you know, isn't answering me sometimes and like, he'll just like not answer for like 24 hours and then he'll randomly pop up again and he'll just be like, hey, what's up? And then he'll disappear again and what should I do? And your friend's always like, girl, why are you even bugging over him? Like, he's not giving you what you deserve, right? They always say that. But why can't we say that to ourselves? Why can't we just acknowledge that? Why can't we just be like, you know what? No, this isn't for me. I'm not playing around with this. Like these games, uh-uh. I'm not, I'm not worth that. I'm worth a lot more than that. Moving on. That's what we have to do, people. We have to be our own radars. We have to be our own BS detectors and our own um, I guess worth radars as well. You know, finding the people and the situations that make us feel like. We have the amount of worth that we actually do because we all have a shit ton of worth. And, and if anybody, anybody, whether it's your parents or your, your sister, your brother, your aunt, your uncle, your friends, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, if anybody makes you feel like you are worth less than you are, if anybody makes you feel like you need to shrink yourself or that you have too much energy, or you're taking up too much space or that when you're around them, you just feel like you shrink down. They're not worth it. Okay. Even family, you can cut yourself off from them. Take yourself back a little bit, set up some more boundaries. Be like, listen, I'm not going to be around as much. I need my space. I need my, my mental health. Um, nobody's worth that. I'm telling you. And that's a, a huge thing too, you know, with, with the whole sunk cost things, a lot of people are scared to, um, deal with family relationships and cut people off, especially their own parents because they've spent so much time with them, obviously, like you grew up with them. But if they are draining your energy, if they are, if investing in that relationship isn't making you happier, it isn't helping you evolve, it isn't making you happier, as I already said, but if there is not any sort of joy that comes from that relationship, comes from furthering it, comes from continuing it, why? Why do it? You know, it doesn't mean you maybe have to cut them off completely, but back and be like, listen, this isn't working for me. I know, you know, you've been my parents for years and years and years, but I can't keep investing my time and my energy into this relationship because all it does is bring me down. It makes me feel sad. It makes me feel angry and upset and I need to move in the other direction. That's all it is. Um, I know we talked a lot, a lot about relationships in this one, but this is also applicable to any sort of mistake that you make in business as well. So if you're somebody who is listening, who does have a business of your own, or even, you know, maybe you are, you have a, a career at a nine to five, whatever it is. If you make a mistake in your job, you can't hold on to your mistakes. You can't hold on to that and think, Oh, I've messed up. It's all over. I just, you know, ah, sad, 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 cry, cry, cry. Because all that does is one, mess up your own energy. So now you're just constantly sad. Um, and two is, it, what is the point of it? You know, what is the point of holding on to your mistakes? Acknowledge the mistake, realize that it was wrong, and move on. Because truthfully, you're going to make more in the future. And if you keep holding on to these mistakes, you are going to set yourself up into a bad mood perpetually. And this actually, I always talk about this book on my story. Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. He talks about this a lot in his book about how one event, you know, being upset about your coworker or making a mistake at work and thinking everybody hates you can trigger a 
whole long, 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 long time of being in a, of being in a bad mood, of being upset, of being angry, being anxious or whatever. And if you let yourself, he basically calls it the refractory period, which is the time after the actual event happened that you are in that mood for. So event happens, you're upset. And then, you know, after that initial bout of a feeling, that's when the refractory period is. So some people can have a refractory period of years, people, years, where it's one event, whether it's a breakup or, you know, the death of a parent or a fight with somebody, that one event set them into a years, years and years and years of a refractory period where they are in that mood of being upset, angry, anxious for years, just because of that one event. You don't want to be like that. Keep your refractory period short. Keep yourself in check. Be in the moment. Remind yourself that mistakes happen and you have to keep moving forward. And just because there's a mistake doesn't mean it's a bad life. A bad day doesn't mean a bad life. Keep it moving. Keep it positive. That is about all I want to say today, you guys. I'm so happy to be back to the podcast. And I will be having podcasts out every week, as I said previously, even though that stumbled. I promise I'll be having that every week from now on. If you have any topic requests or any, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Guest requests. If you want anybody to be on the show, the podcast, it's not a show, it's a podcast. Um, let me know. Shoot me a DM, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear what you guys want to hear about because obviously this is all for you. This is not, not, none of this is like, there's no ads or anything. I don't get anything from this. It's just to give you guys some sort of motivation something to listen to and something to grow from and become a better, better you from. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Again, if you could please share it on your story or to your friends, to your family, to your Facebook, to your Twitter, all of that would make me so happy and really, really, really help me out. So thank you if you do. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.